Hi, my name is Armin Chabra, and I'm going to be doing my podcast. And in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about a book named Born a Crime, written by Trevor Noah. So Trevor Noah's book, Born a Crime, is a memoir about growing up in South Africa at the end of apartheid. Trevor Noah's mom was black, and the father was white, and in that time was really illegal, and the government was really against it. The young Trevor was really literally born crime. Trevor Noah begins his book with historical uh, events explaining how apartheid relied on creating different groups of colored people. So the whites, the colored, and the blacks. So the whites could maintain power. So at the start of the memoir, Noah tells a funny, uh, funny incident uh, of his boyhood. His mother, Patricia Noah, was a deeply religious woman who took her sons to three different churches. On Sundays, one black, one white, and one mixed. One Sunday, their car had broken down, and they caught a minibus to get home, but the driver threatened and insulted them. Afraid for their safety, her mother didn't like being there, so she had uh, pushed Trevor out of the moving minivan and following up her jumping herself and they had run to a gas station to call the cops on them. And uh, I soon uh, learned that Noah's mother was born to a black South African family that belonged to a Zulu tribe. She was determined and independent, and this young woman moved uh, to Johannesburg on her own. There, she met Robert, a white man who wouldn't be Trevor's father. Patricia and Robert had to hide their relationship, so Patricia would uh, dress as a maid so people won't expect anything of their relationship. And then after that, Trevor was born a light-skinned, mixed-race child. He spent much of his early years, you know, isolated, staying at home because her mom didn't want anyone knowing what, what happened and uh, who the parents were of, the, of Trevor. Or if they had found out, they would have been arrested. So when he and his mother went out in the park in Johannesburg, she would tell a caretaker that was light-skinned to walk him. But uh, but Patricia, Patricia, she would walk behind that caretaker because she didn't want anyone to know that it's her son. Because then that's why Trevor, in Trevor's life, she played a big part because she had made him a man who he is today. You know, she was there for him. She did everything she could for him. Trevor has also spent much of his time in uh, his grandmother's house, and that was in a black neighborhood of Soweto, where he grew up mostly among women. Although he was happy, he played alongside the sounds of gunshots, screams, and tear gas firing into crowds, because it was a very rough area. Uh, Trevor had mentioned that in his book. Trevor was a child that was crazy, funny, and a really, really determined kid. And his mother often disciplined him strictly because they didn't want anyone to know, you know, that he was a mixed-race child. So she would uh, not let him go outside, you know, not let him near his friends. He would just be at home with his grandfather, grandmother and the other family. So when Trevor was around six, 
his mother had started dating a man named Ebu, and he was black. And she had to do that because she couldn't stay with Robert because he was white and uh, and scaring the fact that uh, she didn't want Trevor to be separated from them. They had to make a hard decision to not talk to each other. And then she met, met a man named Ebu who lived above the garage of a white family. And Patricia and Trevor sometimes stayed with him. And one day, Trevor was seven and he and another boy were playing with magnifying glass. And when Patricia had called him over, he had left the magnifying glass over a bed. And uh, the sun was striking at it. And when he went outside, the doors were locked somehow. And they couldn't go back in. And they were smelling a fire being created because of the sun. And they couldn't do anything except scream. But that didn't really help because the house was shattered to the ground in minutes. So that's that's when I said he talks about major incidents in his life that has happened. And there's just more more to it. There are many more events that are major that are much crazier than these ones. So um I, I really loved reading the book. It talks about how it's like to be in a different sort of environment, you know, a different setting. And he was really, he was like five years old at the time, and he went through a lot to get through where he is right now. And that must have been really difficult. And it's really, you know, fun. And uh, it just tells you how life is. And it just, you know, makes you appreciate what you have, you know, where you've come. So that's why I really love reading the book. And I learned a lot from it. You know, I learned about the South African community, you know, the languages he spoke. How he learned, how where he lived, how he lived, you know, that's that's what he talks about in his book, and that's why you should, you should go read it because it's really, really awesome to read. It it tells you everything about a life of a kid who has been from South Africa, and now he's host he hosts the Daily Show, and that's really interesting of where he was born and where he's come now. So that's why I would really recommend uh, reading this book because it's really good. And you will learn a lot from it. So thank you for listening.